brothers and sisters, I'm very happy to stand before you. It's a big privilege for me. Thank you very much for allowing me to be here. May God bless you. Uh, I brought greetings from uh, Rwanda, from the Church of Rwanda, especially Gashonga Church. I have brought the greetings from them that they love you. Uh, these other greetings, may I ask that now or after? The message, greetings there, sign of greetings there. Now we are going to share the, the word of God. Uh, first of all, my name is Ephraim. I'm born again pastor. I met Jesus, saved me when I was young. I was 14. It was uh, 1st January 1994. It was, uh, it was the 1st November, not January. <laughs> yeah, I met Jesus. Then from that time, I started a spiritual journey. From that time, I, I have been going with God, and God has been faithful to me till now. I'm blessed to have wife and four children. And uh, one is eight, one is ten, is a daughter. The second is Timothy, is seven. The fourth is Enoch, was four. Last year he passed away. I think you know because you have prayed for me a lot. You have been with us in uh, different ways. The vehicle crashed him and then immediately died. Then the... The, 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 the last born called Lydia, she's now two. So that is a bit my introduction. Uh, this morning, uh, God has given me a passage to share with you from Philippians chapter 3, from verse 12 to 21, as they, they have, they have, we have read it. I think no need of going back for reading. Let's go together. Uh, as I read this passage, thoughts, some thoughts come in my mind. Today, I have seen people proud of many things, proud of different things. Some are proud of the way they have born in a, in a rich family. Others are proud of being born in a power country, a powerful country, like born, being born in America. I may be proud of that. You understand? It's a big privilege. Maybe you don't think it is a, it is a, it is a small thing, but it is, a, it is a, 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 a blessing. It is a big privilege. So some are proud of being born in a such country, like America, like Korea, or other countries, China, like this. Other people are proud of the high level of education they have, masters, PhD, and others, you know. The hierarchy of education levels. So being at that level, some are proud of that very much. And they are depending on that. Others are proud of their big job they have, being paid much. Some are proud of that. Then they depend on that. They, they, they feel they are okay. Other people are proud of having great names. There are some names that are known, you can find in the whole in the whole world, that family is known. Like Bill Graham. Do you know such a man? Even in Rwanda, we know, we know him. Do you know Rick Warren? is a preacher, he's an evangelist, pastor. He's a good man. We love, we love, we love him. The other great name you will, will see. So being, being closer to that, to that family, you, you are proud of that. And others are proud of being millionaire. 
having much money. Their cows are full of dollars and dollars. Even in our country, our country is, is poor, but it has some people who are rich, have much money. So you see in this world, people will find people who are proud of those things. The same way, in the Bible, when I read Bible, I find a man whose life had much to boast or to be proud of. That man is called Paul. If you have followed the way, the, the, the first reading, they have told us about, about Paul. Before he met Jesus, he had much to boast. Paul, he was proud of being circumcised on the eighth day of life as it was in the culture of Jewish people. That was one thing to be proud of. Again, he was belonged to the nation of Israel, Jewish nation. The third thing, he was descended from Benjamin, the youngest of a son of Jacob. He was a Hebrew, and he was good to, to communicate in Hebrew language. All those things, Paul, that time, he has a reason to be proud of. He was a Pharisee. He was good in laws. And I think he has enough level of education in, in, in laws. If there are men who, who are specialized in laws, in law, in laws, he was that man. I don't know who, you, how you are specialized, how you, how you have been specialized in the different things. Again, Paul was a persecutor of the believers. So, persecuting people, he was proud of that. That, that was the man. Again, he was proud of being a lawman, having a lawman citizenship. Much before met Jesus, Paul was having those issues and he was proud of, he was boasting of all those things. Even he was strongly, he was strongly emphasized that he has a reason to boast to other people. So this man, after he met Jesus, he was called Saul. And after meeting Jesus, his name was changed to Paul. And he became an, a special apostle of Christ. He became a plant, a church planter like Jim, like others, like me. But what he, he recognized that what he was proud of, what he was boasting of, was less, was, was not permanent comparing to what Christ has called him to do. The question is, are those things we are proud of work for the glory of Christ? We can imagine from, from what people are boasting of. Paul in his writing pointed out strongly the, 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 the privilege of having a citizenship because it has saved him a lot when he was in that time. When you was the time, his time when you were a Roman, when you have a Roman citizenship, you were, you, you have a privilege in a different way. It was illegal to flog a Roman citizen. But to others, they frog and frog and they frog and frog them. But when they knew you are a Roman, no one touched, could touch you. So Paul, he knew that. Again, even when you found guilt in the court, you did not receive the terrible punishment. They, they do somehow to make things easy. If they knew, ah, you have a, a Roman citizenship. Spending, speeding up to, the, to trial, appealing to Roman. All those things, Paul was aware of that. Because of these reasons, having this Roman citizenship 
was demanding, was, was not easy. I want you to understand the way our citizenship somehow is different and it is good and in one way or another. Paul shows us how, how great, how hard it was. You could find a Roman citizenship by joining a Roman army. That is one way. Second, you should have it by inheritance. Third, you should have that citizenship by given as a gift from the Roman authorities, high authorities. Another way, you should pay much coin silvers, more than 500. Today, if you put it in the dollars, it can be more than 50, more than 50,000 dollars. You see, it is amount of money. A man like me or other people, I could not find that money. Maybe you can, but many people cannot. <laughs> the commander himself had bought it and he had paid a lot of money for it. And the commander thinking that Paul must have bought it too. The commander wondered how such a poor and that a man, Paul, could have gotten the money to pay for it. But he, Paul's response was that I was born a citizen, a Roman citizen. The apostle Paul was proud of that and feeling comfortable. Do you sometimes boast you are born America? Or you take it for granted? My dear, it's not easy to get an American citizenship. If it was easy, all African people, we should get it. Yeah. <laughs> then, then, we, then they call us American people. That is hard, that is expensive. Brothers and sisters, whoever you are, you are being called, but once died, it ends there. Will not contribute to your life after death. When I was uh, driving with Jim, I have seen some cemetery here, around here. When I was young, I thought a white people could, could cannot die. Till I grew up. Because some, we, we took them like small god. We thought maybe they cannot die. Because they are white people. Do you, you understand? It's, it, it's what I, I, it's my, it's my, it's our thought when we are young. Because you could see the white people maybe once three years or five years. Oh, those are people of God. Those are from heaven. They are, those are angels. Maybe they cannot die. But I, I realize that all people in the world, our ends is, is, is death, as I have seen somewhere. And some of those who are in those cemeteries, they have, they have forgotten even their names. That shows that whatever we can be proud of in this world, there is an end. Brothers and sisters, Paul, after he met Jesus and converted him, all that we are proud of seems inferior so that he can gain salvation through Christ's work. When you read 3 p and verse 7, Paul now considers to be of not profit. In fact, he considers them loss, harmful, disadvantage, because he had kept Paul from putting his confidence in Christ. I do not know in your side what kind of things which are preventing you from having confidence in Christ. There is nothing on this earth valuable than knowing Christ. Nothing else can give person salvation and eternal life only by knowing and accepting Christ as your personal savior. Paul tries to discuss two main dimensions in his passage of citizenship. 
before and after depending on Christ. Two dimensions he mentioned here. One is citizen, being a citizen of the world and being a citizen of heaven. Being a citizen of the world, that means those who put their confidence in the flesh, those who are enemies of the cross, or characterize those who put their confidence in the flesh, what, the criteria, what, how you can know them. He mentions four criteria which characterize people who are the citizens of this world. First, he says their destiny is destruction. What does that mean? The body and the world are destined to destruction. Since the body came from the dust, and the dust is substance of the world, both will fade away. The revelation of John recounts how the old earth and old heaven will go and everything will be new. We all know that our bodies are like tents, Paul says. The immorality of the body has confused many scientists and philosophers from, from tires who predicted that predicted the first eclipse of the world up the modern technology world. The scientific view gives principles that can make the body transcendent like aging, sickness and accidents. Scientific hope on aging as the creation of new medicine that would prevent someone from dying through strengthening the cells and Cells and DNA. You understand? The hope of sickness is the creation of preventives. But how about accidents? If they are planning that, it's okay. Uh, but uh, what about accident? How to prevent it? My son died when he was not sick. I was at work with my wife together in, in, uh, in, in six, 16 miles from home. Then we, we, we had a call. Someone called us. Hi, do you know your son is was crushed and he's laid down in the with blooding. Everything is there. He's not moving. The seems things are not are not good. Five minutes after, another one called me. Keep quiet. Ask God's strength. Your son has died at all. We didn't have chance to to, to bring him to hospital because things has finished. So. Sometimes, whatever human being we are discovering, but sometimes some will not prevent them. How about the increment of problem that causes the psychological effect and leads to something like trauma and its effect? That is how is the citizens of this world, the destiny is destruction. Then the second is, Paul says, the, their God is the stomach. And their mind is on earthly things. We count how much the corruption has rotten the, war, the whole world. The worship of the moment God is related directly to the survivor. People are killing others because of the stomach reasons. This thing. Many leaders in the world have billions of money. Yet, their people are starving. We would understand how. Those whom their God is their stomach can do everything that is ungodly, satisfied. They spent all their times trying to accumulate what they will late live in the world. 
Do you know someone in US who who has stopped do, working saying I'm I'm satisfied everything is settled let me sit and relax if they are they are not many but I think they they are, they are, they are not everyone is still working the stomach is never satisfied it is always demands for more the third characteristics is their glory is in their, in their shame we cannot rule out the fact that those we call great are doing evil things for their pleasure. The man with an honored family going to see the prostitute, what is shameful in the reality and in the society becomes the, their honor. Drug abuse, fornication, and adultery is becoming part of everyday life. And all of this has defensive reasons. But does that really give joy? At the end of that, give joy. The wrong run, though they are done for the sake of pleasure, their destiny becomes shame. We count many government officials in those greatest countries that were taped in different silly actions. We can count many presidents, prime ministers, who, whom we know their families are in this destruction. We can count many young men and young girls who are living a futureless life without hope because of what started as a joke and glory. We can count many famous musicians who died with shame because because of drug they destroyed their life. One of the stories that shocked me was the story of a young woman soon who was proud that she has so far slept with 700 men and she keeps their condoms in her bedroom and she invited a news reporter to write about this. Many women are posting photos on social medias while totally naked. Will their children be proud of that? Do you think? If maybe they are proud of that. If they have children and family. Their families and children are, do you think, are proud of that? Can be proud of that? Imagine if he's, if he's your mom, if he's your mom. Can be, can be glad of that? No. Brothers and sisters, I think even the, 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 the society cannot be proud of that. Cause it is shameful. It is important to note that any glory that takes away the Lord's glory leaves a mark of shame as we can count many stories. The fourth characteristics is their spirituality is based on human law. Everything is according to their merit. We cannot rule out the medieval doctrine of indulgence. People had to pay to go to heaven or to be forgiven. That is the history of the church. After doing all these sorts of evil, most of them turns to the church activi activities trying to please, to please God with their own merit so that he can have mass upon them. They try to do everything. Doing that, they hope God will, will please them and forgive them. Churches of abundant grace can give us a full image of what people are, 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 up, are doing too. Since these churches preaches that Jesus paid it all, they are allowed to do everything they want since the price was paid. That is heresy teachings. Anything that would allow people of the evil generation to do what pleases their flesh becomes more fashionable and famous. But however, 
that does not give a joyful belief as well. Paul turns his teachings on a belief that would, would give joy and hope to those who follow the patterns of the creator, which is the second dimension I, I, I have told you, the citizens of heaven. Hallelujah. I was just describing the first kind of citizenship. Now I come up to the second one, which I really love, like and love. A famous middle-aged theologian, his name is Augustine of Hippo, tried to discuss the matter in his book entitled The City of God. Those that are citizens of heaven, their righteousness don't come from the total observing of the law, but comes through faith in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah! Through Christ, they will be made new every day through the sanctification journey. All that they used to boast in becomes useless, but put their hope in the Lord Jesus. Their citizenship is, is, is in heaven where our Savior is. Since their Savior has the power to put everything under his control, then we believe in his power than theirs. They will live according to his will. Those are the people of heaven. Those are the people that does, do, do, do have, who has uh, citizens of heaven. They will do the will of God and they will be receiving the power of God. Their pain will turn into joy since they believe in the Lord of joy. Their focus is not in the world, but the focus is in heaven. In Hebrew, we read some words saying that we all need those that are in the world, like money, like houses, like whatever, the education, levels of education, being knowledgeable in different things, we need them. But since our heavenly principle is to seek the kingdom of God first, and others will be added to us. We may, we may making sure that our relationship with God is good. Our connection with God is on. Sometimes you find people, they are, they are named Christians, but they are disconnected. So they need to be connected to God. Paul keep on saying to these kind of citizens of heaven, they are Lord, he said, their Lord bodies will be transformed like their Lord's glory body. Since we live in a body that fades away and die, our joy should be that our bodies will be transformed into the likeness of Jesus. This will not give hope that this body will not die. But as our body gets weaker, gets weaker, our inner person becomes stronger. This body that comes from dust will go back to dust and will be destroyed with its master world. But the spirit which is our, which is in our inner person will go back to the to creator. This begins actually here in the world. Paul explains his journey in the world. When one is in Christ becomes a new creature, the old goes and behold, the new comes. It is no longer him, but Christ who lives in him. He is no longer confirmed to the standard of the world, but he gets transformed every day to become like Jesus through prayer, reading Bible, fellowship with others. To live as citizens of heaven requires determination. Paul mentions some. Let me let go through it quickly as we go to the end. As I was visiting a friend of mine, I found a post 
a poster in his house which says, everyone has a story to tell. This is the truth of the matter. We all pass through a journey of life with hardship and trials. Many times we fail and the end of it or we stay with many scars of our past story. Our response determines our failure or our success. Some define fail as first attempt in learning. Our past are full of experiences that would give us the courage to move on. In the journey to Rome, Paul almost lost hope to survive. But after he had survived, this became a testimony. We may not forget our history. But our history will turn into experience and testimony for our future journey. The problem is becoming a slave of history. The good thing is that we know our destination. We don't know exactly when to reach our destination, but we know that our destination is in heaven. We know, we know that this world is not our home. We are passing through it. Hallelujah. One day we will pass away as others, our sisters and, and, and the others, they have gone. As my child has gone. Now we, sometimes we, 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 we remember him. Sometimes we forget and we go in the other business. No, that is the world. Another requirement to live as citizens of heaven, Paul mentioned, is to press on towards the goal which God has called us for. After flames, France won the World Cup 1998. When Zinedine Zidane was asked the secret, he said, Whenever I would feel tired and almost going to give up, I would face my eyes on the cup and the zeal to continue up to the last minute increased. You understand me? Whenever I remembered that historically our country has never won it, I purposed to use all my effort that we would take it home for the honor, both for me and for my country. That is the man. I was even ready to shed blood, even if it would mean my blood, Zidane said. If Zidane was so willing to strive and suffer for something small like that, we ought to strive for something good of incomparable worthy, which is being a citizen of heaven. Hallelujah. We have a goal which, which we know God called us for. And certainly this goal has eternal reward. We have a reason to, to press on even if it would cost our lives. We have no reason to give up since after all the Holy Spirit is with us to help us in our weaknesses. Lord gives us an illustration to explain how important is pressing on without giving up. First illustration is a soldier. A soldier doesn't get tired of the affairs of the civilian life to please their master. Second is illustration of athletes. How he cannot win the prize unless they follow the rules given. Third, a hard worship, a hard working farmer after a long time of waiting and certainly should enjoy and be the first to enjoy the fruit. Failing, falling down is part of an ever, everyday life of a child, but he does not prevent him or her from growing healthier. In our African context, we have a saying that a child gets more falls as even the body gets stronger. Children are determined to stand up again up 
again up to the point where they will be able to stand for so long. This should be our attitude as Christians who are on the journey that have many pits. In conclusion, Paul to be a citizen of heaven cost him much as he mentioned before. What did you count loss for the sake of being a citizen of heaven, my brothers and sisters? And what bad character you can stop doing to be a true citizen of heaven? But for, for us, that Paul says, our destination is in heaven. I wish you to be a member in heavenly kingdom. In the end, when all things will be at the end, you will be saved by your heavenly kingdom, your heavenly citizenship. Hold it. I pray that we struggle to win a lasting prize that will never fade away. And when we depart from this world, our master, the Lord Jesus, will say, good and faithful servant. May God bless you for having attention to this sermon. Amen. Yeah. Let's pray. As I pray, maybe you feel God tell you something. You pray with me. Ask God what you want in this spiritual journey. If you have failed somewhere, God is here to strengthen you, to forgive you, to help you start a new journey. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you very much for this wonderful time. We thank you for reminding us the world, the world we are living in, comparing to the place you have prepared for us, which is heaven. Sometimes we feel, we feel we are, this, this world is, is our home, but it's not. Let our heart focus, focus on you and the Lord. Let your Holy Spirit come down upon us to strengthen us, to be a true citizens of heaven. Lord, bless the whole congregation. Bless each and everyone here to understand more, to feel your Holy Spirit, to feel your mercy, to feel your, your, your joy. And my prayer is that one day, we will be find each other before you in heaven. I pray this in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. May God bless you.